T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Saw this breaking news earlier today. Michael Silverman, the Globe, wrote up on it. Uh, Governor Charlie Baker will be the next president of the NCAA. The organization announced Thursday morning. He wrote Baker, who did not run for re-election, will conclude his second term as governor January 5th. Uh, he'll assume the role vacated by outgoing President Mark Ermit, uh on March 1st, who's had his own issues. Uh, he writes that Baker is an unorthodox choice in the role because he has never served as a president or athletic director of a university. But according to the Sports Business Journal, NCAA is focused on someone with a political background mm. early in the process where, quote, Baker emerged as someone with the experience and expertise to navigate the governmental and athletic worlds that often collide in college sports. Mm. He, this, needs to, he needs someone to unify the masses. There's one more thing here, too. It says, um, so the Boston the, the Sports Business Journal also reported that Sam Kennedy, the president of the Red Sox, recommended Baker for the role, according to Len Perma. The chairman of really someplace. Firm you know who else is up for that job? A search firm. Yeah, yeah. A search yeah. firm. Uh, Grant Hill was also uh, up for that job. So I asked this Duke question: Would you want this job, president uh, of the NCAA? Can what's you, it pay? Can you fix it? Oh, uh, probably a lot. Probably a lot. Does he need the money? Uh, you know, here's when the we say is, probably not. Are we saying like four mil a year or under that? I'd say this is probably like an eight to ten million dollar okay. a year. Okay, job. so okay, I'm so just trying I'm, to figure out yeah. the range. financially, it's maybe at that's least. it. Maybe that's it. But I'm saying Charlie Baker, former governor of oh, the governor currently, but you know, will be the former governor of Massachusetts. You know, and maybe he couldn't find something else to do. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying this job. Like it's like, oh, he could turn it around. Turn what around? It's the NCAA. They're a mess. They and it's about to get even worse, isn't it? No, the, and I heard Gresh talking about this also. So the biggest that the one thing that he needs to do. Is kind of manage the whole NIL landscape, like the NIL landscape and the in the transfer portal. The two things that this guy needs to it's do. It's a mess. So the, the crazy thing is that it's the wild, wild west right now with guys getting money. So it's not federally regulated. So each state has its own set of rules and regulations for for NIL. Yeah. So Colorado would have different rules than Massachusetts, and I'm sure Alabama, Florida, and California. And California actually, they started. It. They, you know, they they have different rules. They, you know, so it's easier for them to get money. That's what he needs to do. He needs to try to convince these different commissioners of all these different conferences: the SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, whatever. You need, need to convince them to have one unified, consistent, you know, protocol when it comes to giving money to athletes. That's what it's all about. Because right now it's just, and that's what it's. So they get this 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 old guy that's ran a state. And he's, uh, you know, and he's, he's not a, that old. He's, he's 66. 66. Yeah, I guess. 
I guess he's not that old. Still, he feels like, old to me. Compared to, to a lot of the like national politicians, that's not that old. Yeah, okay. Maybe he's, still, he's not he, I would old. say he's, he's still... Dry. Yeah, he, he, I would say he can still bring a lot to the job. I'm amazed that like this is the first transition. Usually these guys, they go into the speaking tour. Yeah, you know, write wanna, a book. Write a book. Let me talk about he's like... He's wildly popular. Oh, right I, here. I mean, he's not going to run for president now. I mean, I think a lot of people... Why think, would he want like, that job? I mean, God. Well, I, I don't know. I this one's going to pay a lot better. This one. Uh, I'm just saying, the, once they, remember they first came out with the NIL, we sat here, I think, and we were just like, this is going to be a chaos. problem. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be able to control this. Nope. This is going to get out of control. And this, if you, if anybody out there listening, you guys, I mean, obviously, Christian, you're very familiar with this. The whole portal situation in NCAA is a complete disaster for most kids. Who just think like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to transfer. Yeah, You had some of the numbers a while back where it's like, it's ridiculous. Well, out of, uh, I think there was like in 2022 or something like, uh, uh, what, uh, 8,000 kids went into the portal. Only 40% of the people, the kids that went into the transfer portal got like a new school. Yeah. So 60% were left out with nothing. And, yeah. And so they 60%. go into the portal and they just, that's it. So they, they, they tell, they leave their school. Yep. I'm going into the portal. I don't get picked up. I don't have a home. You go back to the coach that you left, and they're like, sorry. Yeah, we don't want you. You left. You yep. went into the portal. I filled your spot. Yep. These, these college kids, and it's not – I've heard of it. These college kids that are just sort of stuck with no home, nowhere is, to go. It is uh, – you better, you better have a, a soft landing spot before you enter the portal. You better have some sort of understanding. And this is what it's doing. It's creating so much chaos and, and like, shadiness and how – Certain schools, schools like say, if I want I get a player from BC uh, and I, I'm, I'm in like University of Texas, I can literally back channel my way to get one of these players and I'll say, if you get into the portal, I'll give you a million dollars. They say, oh, this is a great deal. All right, hey, listen, I'm going to leave unless you give me a million dollars. All right, I'm hopping to the portal. I already have a spot to play. I get my million dollars. I mean, remember the first time this happened? First, when I first started, the University of Texas, their entire offensive line. They each had a $100,000 deal per year. Each guy got a hundred, even the walk-ons. Every single offensive lineman got $100,000. Yeah. Well, Christian, I think you have a back to school. interesting take on everybody's looking at what's going to happen, you know, with the college football playoffs and the expansion of that and all these, uh, you know, the different conferences, like jumping from one to the next. And you had a take that we were talking about before the show about – they're what is going to happen NCAA. with those conferences? Oh, that's the other thing. See, the, the, the conferences, there is this push to not have the NCAA regulate at all. They want to get rid of the NCAA in terms of football. In terms of football, so so the SEC they don't want to they don't want to be beholden to the NCAA. We're going to make our own rules and regulations. Hey, Big Ten, why don't you come join us? Uh, okay, ACC, want, and Notre Dame. Notre Dame gets involved in everything, <laughs> right? So the NCAA may become. Like as far as in relating in relating to football, it may, it may not even matter. By the it's way, Arkell was just telling me that Emirates last year made three million dollars. Okay, I so, thought it was around that. But it's just like you're taking a job that I mean, obviously his eyes are wide open. It's like how do you fix it? Like you said, you got the SEC that wants to leave you. You got NILs running wild. You know, you've got a lot of stuff going on in college sports. And then period. meanwhile, you also have sports gambling state by state being yeah made le- completely yeah. legal. You know what they so. want though? They want they want it to be they want it to be like the NFL where there's a commissioner, not a president of the NCAA. They want football to be governed by a commissioner. 
and, and that commissioner to... well the presidents of the universities okay the presidents of the universities and of all the the big power five schools they will and then that commissioner just like roger goodell will be a fall guy he'll be a stooge he'll take all the heat when so things go wrong i don't understand why I, charlie baker wants this that's what i mean job. it goes back to it's that. not enough of because a money the, grab. It, the man came from the whole like you know uh prescription drug Pilgrim world health? and everything like pharmaceuticals yeah. and all the, the health stuff why wouldn't he go the, all the money is there why wouldn't he go back to that i got not have this headache why the ncaa would want him I, listen i, I think they need, they need a politician charlie's a great guy you know i mean there was some things done massachusetts you know the COVID thing we all went nuts and everybody kind of you know disagreed with some of the things i get it but he is a good dude you know what i mean and, and obviously you know being a republican governor in the state of massachusetts you can obviously get along with everybody you know what I mean? So I get why they would want to bring him in. It's just, God, I, I'm sure he has good reason. I just don't know why you. Well, but I th- but think about it. it though. They want, they need a politician. They have all these yeah. deals that they need to get. So who better than a politician to kind of, especially a guy that's respected to work both sides? Hey, can we can we find some common ground? What's in it for you? Can we still I exist, get, Christian? I that's get why, why he's they, doing it. I get why they want him. I don't get why he yeah. wants the gig. Man. Does Let's he think just about want, it. Another like, challenge? Cool seats at Alabama games? Like, no, he really? can go anywhere. What is it? I think he'd probably get into an Alabama game on his on his own. I don't understand. Well, what the what if what if he was bored with politics? Maybe this is like a new challenge and a whole different set of he like. Does, I mean, he loves sports. Yeah. Okay, run a marathon. Yeah. Like I do sucks. think though, like reading more into it, all the issues at the well, NCAA, like an it AD. makes it makes yeah. sense. Have some fun doing for that. BC. There's yeah. a challenge. Hello, it's yeah. the challenges. No, I think I think it makes sense for them to grab him. You need to be able to. Like really, like negotiate, like you know, uh, you know, some sort of middle ground here. That's what he's there for. Okay, he's gonna what he's gonna do is gonna just dig in and like you know, like this whole the playoff is getting bigger. It's not gonna be four teams. It's gonna be twelve teams. So there's gonna be a lot of money. There's gonna be gambling money. How do they benefit from it? I mean, it seems like a lot. I think it'll be fun. You think this is a fun job? Yeah. At first, I was like, what a nightmare. Who would want this job? But I feel like it's like. Uh, God, who's who would stab? Who's more likely to stab you in the back? Like a, you know, the president of a university, or like some other politician? Politician. <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, a president. I would say the president of the university. Yeah, I would say way. they're more. They're all they're, politicians because they're beholden to the boosters. So they the will boosters. cut your. They, they will cut your heart out. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think he may be good at it. Well, yeah. Listen, I think. I think he's good. I just, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure he's going to be kind of good at it. I just don't know how much he can really get done because I think that NCAA is a complete mess right now. All right, when we come back, we got big deal, no big deal. It's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You got anything to say for yourself? We didn't think it was that big a deal. No big deal. It's a big deal. 
deal. Big deal. Big deal. Kind of a big deal in New England right now. No big deal. Not that big a deal. Not a big deal, huh? Why does that make such a big deal? I don't understand that. No big deal. Big deal. Is Joe Biden getting a bad deal here? Ain't no big deal. All right, Arkan. Uh, All right, it's time for everybody. Big uh, deal or no big deal. And just like we did last time, we'll start with something that Megan wanted to talk about. Oh, no. Is that <laughs> true? Yes. So, You're our leadoff hitter, Meg. Wait, you got to get on base. I didn't know that was true. Big yes. deal or no big deal. Uh, street preachers with megaphones and uh, how to deal with them. Megan, if you would like to elaborate, go right ahead. I wouldn't ahead. call this person a preacher. See, I would, I would, I would call them a nuisance. I would have teed it up. Why Mego hates Christians. I am a Christian. <laughs> Fourier and our kid. That's why Christian. we didn't let you tee it up. <laughs> so what 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 do, you, what do you mean, preachers? What is going on? So today, on? you know, I'm doing like show prep and stuff at home, and there's somebody walking up and down the street with a megaphone, screaming, just rambling. You've seen these people. Like they have the, you know, the the end is near. Oh, and okay. Those guys. The Wait, walking up and down the street. Coming and oh. Jesus hates you and all this. Is this? Do you live in like? Is this where? You, this is where you live, right? Yeah, outside this is your in window? the city. Yeah, outside my. So I'm like on the high up, but Penthouse. I can hear. No, I'm on the third floor, but I can hear. I mean, it's this person has a megaphone. Hello. So they're shouting up and down, walking up on. and down the street. <laughs> this goes on for like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I call the cops. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you left this part out. Wait, you, you called, called the, the cops? cops? Yeah, it was 30 minutes, man. It was driving me bonkers. I was trying to work. What do you tell? Like, what, at 911, what's there, your emergency? There There's some, a guy yelling, God will save you. There's somebody yelling about the apocalypse with a megaphone walking up and down the street. And they were like, oh, okay. I so, can't believe you called the this, police this. At, person this. was like a cu- was a couple blocks away. Sounded like it was right outside. Right outside. A couple blocks away at this point. Yep. But I hear... I hear, you know, like the cops didn't have the sirens on or anything, but I heard someone like drive up because I heard him go, I am in a public place. This is my right as an American. (laughs) And like having like a Through the megaphone? Yeah. (laughs) Through the cop's ear, basically. Like having a little side like, whoa, 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 with the cop that was clearly standing there and then going, this is my right as an American. And then started just unleashing a punch of very unchristian language Hold on the on. megaphone. Hold on. So there's really no like And then it was done. No legal recourse. Like the cop can't be like, "Hey, uh there is a you legal recourse." Can you? Yeah, it's called disturbing the peace. You, you can't walk up and down the sh- a so residential they, so stop? street screaming on a megaphone for yeah, 30 minutes. disturbing Mego's peace. So the, did he stop? Did yeah. They? Yeah, they stopped him. I don't uh, know how they stopped Lou, him, but Lou. It, uh big deal no big deal. Mego called the cops on some poor little guy that was just kind of like talking on a talking on a me- called the police. Yeah. There's the lead. Yeah. And they just... called the police and said, I can't sleep. Show prep. Yeah, I mean, Whatever. I, I was carried, taking a nap. Sharing the word of God. Karen Ottolini. Oh man, I know. I what is, I that's really not did. like you. Jesus. I don't care, man. Maloney Fourier and Karen. Me off. Yeah. Like, the last thing I need. <laughs> it's amazing. You at, call the cops with this poor guy. At 10:30 a.m. is somebody walking up and down my street shouting did about the apocalypse. Him? I'm like, I know. What you do? Stop. I don't know. Did they arrest I can't him? Believe no, you called sure I can't believe just, you wasted the police's sure time on this. It's not a waste. You called everybody. Em- everybody was came there? Up. Was this an I emergency? I walked out my front door what? and people, the High one of the people oh, in my thanks for caring. came up. They were like, "Can I shake your hand?" I heard that you called the cops. <laughs> you liar! Maniac. How did the word get and out? And I was like, "You, you can buy me a bottle of wine." Wait, That's how did fine. the word get out that you called the cops? Because when the cops showed up, they said, "How did you know?" And they said, "Well, there was this young woman who lives up oh, the street." This is Some amazing. Karen up on the third floor. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> 
Like, 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, hi. Somebody's yelling downstairs. Well, ma'am, you live in the city. Yeah? Like, do you Christian, think they, you, you know have how much no rent idea is? because you live... <laughs> yeah. 50 minutes outside the city. Yeah. You don't, there is so much that I had never, I'm just like, But whatever. you live in the that, city, though. Yeah. Like, what do you, hey, there 911, what's you your emergency? There's cars honking their horn. That's not it. When somebody's <laughs> walking up and down the street, Arkan, you lived in the city. Anyone with a bullhorn yelling about their religion into the bullhorn. It's not even the religion, it's the apocalypse. Whatever it is, should go to jail. They should go to prison, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Risking all the people who <laughs> right Jesus hates. It's not, it's not a nice this message. It's like, guy. Jesus hates you. I was like, what? Because he, he, know, he knows you're living in sin. And then the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, this is right. you up there it's really the third for floor. You. I know who you are. Your yeah. mother sent me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> the, the words that he unleashed with that megaphone before I'm guessing that the cop just wrestled it out of his hands. Uh. Incredible! I wish I had recorded. Oh man! Wow! Oh, I think, I think I took like, his megaphone. I learned a couple. The megaphones. I can't believe you called the cops. Why? It's got the I megaphone. Hey, uh, 911, what's what your mercy? There's do? some kids playing ding dong ditch on me. Wait, go hold on. buy a megaphone and go stand out there and yell them to shut up. Well, that would be awesome. You want to know what my mom used to do when when uh, um, when uh, Jehovah's Witnesses used to come to the house that, and like and, and do the whole thing? No, well, listen, show. listen. No, I'll tell you how it can be the same. She would uh, no, that, that's <laughs> not going back. She would like she would like say well, she would like basically debate them over like her religion and their religion. So what you should have done is just went downstairs and said. Let's have an adult conversation. I'm going to tell you why living in sin is great. Conversation with a man with the I'm going to tell you why why the devil is great and why God is terrible. Can I one, one second? Because uh, on line one we have the guy that Mego called the cops. Oh, oh, good, sir. Was, are you the same one who wrote your manifesto in blue? Are you serious, Mego? <laughs> I love you. Yo, yo, you call the cops on me because I tried to do you and the, our entire neighborhood to save her. <laughs> it is, it, I am trying to save her. We've got 10 days left and the apocalypse will come. The rapture is real. That call sounded a lot like what was happening in my neighborhood. This oh, the rapture wow. is real. He's got. I can't wow. believe he used his one phone call from prison to Jeez. call our radio show. It's He's very listening admirable. to us was on that, the Odyssey app. Was that Fitzy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. I like to right. call in the middle of what do you got, What else you got, Arkan? All right. Big deal or no big deal in Congress. They're talking about potentially shutting down TikTok. They think that uh, TikTok is stealing everybody's information and sending it straight to China. Big deal or no big deal if TikTok gets shut down? I'm going to say no big deal for the simple fact that it'll be called something else. Like, there'll be something else, right? Like, I, you guys got to help me because I'm not too smart. How is everybody like? How are they stealing information from us through TikTok? I'll tell you how espionage? they're doing it. I don't like, know. I'm espionage. serious. Like that's a good question. Like, espionage. I don't know. Espionage. espionage. It sounds like a new kind of espionage. tequila. I don't know. Whatever they call it. Go ahead. But seriously, we're, how, we're going to a nice restaurant on the espionage. Yeah. <laughs> how are they? <laughs> how are they stealing the information from you? You preface by saying we're not that smart, right? Yeah. Right. He's oh, it that way. Listen, we're idiots. Yeah. How are you stealing information 
from my son who's on TikTok or anybody. Because like, you install the app on your phone and the app starts going through everything that's on your phone and it sends it back to the, the offices in China. Is that what they were concerned about? Is that yeah, what that's, that's exactly what right, we're so concerned about. Shut it down, but yeah. my kid's going to find something different. Yeah, delete TikTok. Right? Well, it's no big deal for me because I'm not on TikTok. It's like the one thing that I feel like uh, I don't have to be on. Like If it wasn't for like this particular job, I would never be on Twitter. Like I'm a big time Instagram person because I like uh, you know, like eavesdropping on people's lives and you know and their funny stories and their Instagram and they're just they're over- there for the dog pics. I'm out there for the for the what pics? The dog. Oh, oh yeah. The <laughs> <said> dog. To who? <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, I don't think it's a big deal. No, I shut it down. I I don't know. I'm old. I don't use TikTok. Like I know, what am I going to do? Oh no, where are we going to learn the new dances? Yeah, I know, but I can understand why people are freaking out about it just based on just you know, it's the whole like you. It's like it's isn't like Terminator our- Three. Like eventually, like, we're going to be run by computers. Okay, but Lou, to your point, isn't all of our information? Out there, anyway. I always wonder. Yeah, but it's this, not like, going back to a country with a government that doesn't have our best interest in mind. I don't know. If it know. just stays here, that's one thing. I if it's like, going to I feel communist like China, that's cats a problem. out of the bag with all this. Like, like unless you're, you're doing this scary living in the woods in a cabin with no internet or phone or anything, like. I think your inter- your information's yeah. pretty out there. I, I like the caller interaction during our uh, mm, me too our, our segment. Let's go to Jackson in Boston wanting to talk about TikTok. If I could ever turn figure out, come how to on, work, the, work work that mouse. baby, work it. Go ahead, Jackson. Hello, how you doing? Good, hey. how are you? Good, good, good. So I'm a um, I'm a middle school science teacher in the greater Boston area. Yep. God and, bless you. And, and, and the, the TikTok situation is that. Uh, China is not trying to steal our information. They're trying to make our country more ignorant than it already is. If you look up what TikTok is as an app in China, yeah. it's an educational app, app for their use. Now, in contrast, what they're trying to do with our youth is exactly the opposite and give them what I call goldfish brain, which means they have a 29-second uh, attention span, yeah. which is hitting home. Hold on, hold on. Every so you're saying day. like you China's like TikTok yeah. is multiplication tables, you, and ours is like yeah. dance offs. Yes, and yes. they banned everything else there. I think he's right about that. Well, again, spot on. Best call we've ever taken. You yep. think? Yeah. Whose idea was that? Good that was your idea. Oh God! Now here they come. I tell you what, TikTok's killing the kids. It's turning their brains to mush. It's the communists. They're coming. They're coming to get us. They're trying to steal our information and make our youth stupid. Well, we go. We got to keep what we want. They're after our intellectual properties. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to swim naked at the YMCA. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Every Glenn, time, Glenn I know, really every did. time you yeah. say that, I just think of the, yeah. um, the really cover did. of Nevermind by Nirvana with, like, the Nirvana baby swimming yeah. naked. Now, imagine, like. 15 kids like around like eight Ew. years old all boys swimming butt naked in some That's YMCA. Imagine like it smells like teen spirit. <laughs> imagine like a, like just like a tiny big O yeah. at eight. <laughs> a tiny big O at eight. But yeah. like same head. The mustache and the same haircut yeah. and the same body yeah. swimming in the pool naked yeah. at eight. Just shrink them a little yeah. bit. It's like that kid. that I know the backgrounds. <laughs> there's this. There's that story about that football player who's like 12 years old, and he's got like nobody believes he's 12 years old because he's got like a full on mustache. He ain't 12 years old, and you know he's like just kicking everybody's butt. What he is he like in seventh grade? He ain't 12. Years uh, that's basically what Glenn looked like yeah. in high school. Like yeah. no, in, at 12 years so old. So we're all fine <laughs> with TikTok leaving. Yeah, we're good. Absolutely. Yeah, who cares? All right, okay. What, what do you got? All right, here's one more. The NFL is considering making a controversial penalty reviewable. 
that penalty is roughing the passer. Mm. Good. Uh, what do you guys think? Big this deal, no big deal. Absolutely big deal in a good way. Needs to happen. Because here's what I hate about roughing the passer. The, the, the refs have a knee-jerk reaction that even though a hit is clean and safe and there's no you know head-to-head contact and nobody's launching themselves or hitting with the crown of their helmet, if it looks bad, they throw the flag. And then, or if it's if a guy falls on a on a quarterback, they throw a flag. It just, hey, you know what? No, review it. I don't care. Like so many, so many drives, so many defenses are screwed by this play. Uh, it's not incidental contact. It's not hands to the face, which is obvious. This is just a guy making a football play. But yeah, so this is a good thing. They need to review it and get it right. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's a big deal. Um, some of the plays, there was one even just this year where it was a case of somebody falling on the quarterback and clearly like bracing themselves, trying to roll and off, but not it. being able, but also trying to strip the ball. And they called it roughing the passer. And it's just like, you can't review it. And so you need to review it and be able to see the intent and everything. I think it's great. Mm. Yeah. I like, I think it's good because I think it's a very controversial play. And I think it's, it's, you go from sacking a guy, you know, making it third and 18 to automatic first down. Yeah. Game-changing play. And possibly, yeah, at least they don't. In college, they kick the kid out of the game. In the pros, they, they give you like a warning. You all right over there? I'm dying. I'm okay. Not though. it. I'm just choking. Not it. All right, what do you guys? That it? That's it. All right. That's big deal, no big deal. Uh, real quick, I just saw this. Give me a couple minutes. Red Sox, John Heyman. Red Sox appeared to seriously considering star free agent Dansby Swanson. Ooh, how good. Seriously? It's not even close. You know, the team does need a shortstop. What that's called? Let me just try to interpret that. Big market tease? Um, Dansby Swanson is not getting the money that his agent would like. So John Heyman is now throwing out more teams that are interested in Dansby Mm. Swanson. So they're just playing us all. Yeah. Ah, okay. We're just all just part of the the story. Which basically got Carlos Correa 13 years, 350 million. We didn't bring that up the other day. I was just thinking about, so Correa gets 13 years, 350. You know, Bogey gets 11 years at 280. Trey Turner gets 11 years at 300 million. In six years from now, will we look back and say these are some? And by the way, Judge, 40 million a year for nine years. I'm just like in five or six years, like it. Do we look back and say these are like some of the most historically worst contracts we've ever seen in our lives? So, like that's like one way of looking at it. The other way is this is the price of baseball right now. My biggest question is why do teams feel like they can do this and eat so much money later on? Are we missing a revenue stream? Possibly gambling? Uh-huh. Well, they just don't give a rat's ass? They don't. They don't. And they, that's why they. That's why stretching is out is no big deal. They just said, okay, I'm worth $300 million. How do I, like, make it less painful? You know what? I'll add five years. You know? I'll just, uh, okay, it's like a card lease. Like, you know, you, wanna, you want your, uh, your monthly payment to be cheaper? Well, add two more years. That's it. And then, okay, I can afford it. And then you sit there and you're stuck with this car that you don't want. You can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. And you still got to pay out of pocket anyways. To me... Like, you sit there and think about it. Like, you're 41 years old. Everyone's getting paid to 41. It's ridiculous. Next year, you got Devers. It's not good business. Otani's going to get a contract till he's 72. <laughs> like, I, what, what are, are you going to give that guy? What are you going to give him? Well, I, I agree with you. Are you paying him as a pitcher, as a designated If you're playing hitter, him for 20 years, you're going to give him $55 million yeah. if you're playing him for both. You should pay him for both. Well, what if he blows out? $100 million a year. Uh, it's, it is... So t- when you, you know when all these contracts were being signed, you're sitting there going, okay, they don't care um, about the the amount; they just care about how they could stretch it out so they're not so affected by it, yeah, right? It's twenty five so million, twenty seven, so not thirty five. Yeah, I don't care; it doesn't matter. And I think I think you hit on it because they can sit there and say, hey, listen, uh, in year six, this guy's not going to be 
halfway near the player that he is right now. But what do I care? I have all this revenue stream coming in. I'll be able to make make up for it. It'll be fine. So if so if I, so if his number is his salary is still on the books. What do I care? I mean, they, I feel like they just keep kicking the can down well, the, the Red road. Sox have farther, done this. Farther, farther. They, had, they were eating seventeen a year for Price for many years after this trade with Mookie, and then it was you know Pablo and and Hanley and Hell Pedroia. He got hurt, so it's like you're always. I think uh, they're still paying Dustin yeah. Pedroia. Yeah, I feel like there's always yeah, like but they won million with of, those guys exactly. And there's fifteen million sitting dead cap. I feel like on this salary for the last seven eight years. I don't know. It's fifteen million of dead cap right now. Basically, you're not getting anything out of it. Is that going to be the same of, as thirty million? Like, it's going to be relevant re- relative to each other. Like ten years from now, seven years from now. Is so everyone saying doing? that Heim Bloom is not is not making these deals because he doesn't believe in baseball. He doesn't believe <laughs> in the future of the sport, Lou. Yeah, That's essentially like, what you're saying. No, it, it, he's not it's, willing to bet. I mean, to a to a point, you could sit back and say, you know, does anybody want him to give eleven years to Xander? And there's some people like, yeah, I don't care if he's good for six, eat five. You know, and I, I get that side of it, but it's like I, the way the game is, I don't know how financially responsible you can be and still be in the game as far as still being a contender. Like at some point, Rafi Devers is going to want to be paid till he's 40 years that old. Is, he's going to want a 14-year deal. It, yeah, he may be 42. So when you and, – and, and no one in their right mind will sit there and say Rafi Devers is going to be just as good – at 39 as he is when he's 30. Not a chance None in hell. None of these hell. guys are going to be good at 37, 38, 39. No, not a chance. So, and, and it's almost like, <laughs> but, again, they're just paying for the short-term uh, opportunities, what you're paying for. It's the game. It's the price of doing business. And ownership obviously doesn't care whether it's, I mean, do you think Brian Cashman is going to be with the Yankees nine years from now or A.J. Preller is going to be with the Padres 12 years from now? Oh, if no. ownership doesn't have a problem paying these guys, it's like you said, it's the cost of doing business in baseball, especially if you're winning World Series, if you're contending every year. Fans aren't going to care that they can't bring in another guy because you're paying Xander Bogarts or Juan Soto, who's going to be up here soon for the Padres. Doesn't here, matter. Here, here. Oh, Soto's good. Soto's another one. The Padres, good Lord. I mean, they're hoping Machado opts out, but Soto's the most expensive one uh, out of all the of The Padres are going to go for Soto and they're going to go for Shohei. But here's the other Remember thing. all this, by the way, too, the next CBA, <clears throat> when the owners are bitching to the players about money, you know, and it's just not there, and we just can't do it. Remember, remember these 12-year, 13-year, 14-year deals that we are had to worth take it back in 2020. Yeah, yeah, just re- remember those when we start like, feeling bad for the owners. But the other thing is, like, this is not, like, every team's not doing this. What percentage of the teams are actually, you know, Padres, willing? Padres, Yankees. What is it? I mean, I can't name them off, like, seven teams? Philadelphia. Is it seven? Less than ten that yeah. are doing these obnoxious contracts. And you contracts. do have your outliers. And yeah, the question so is, is, like, I know Heim's trying to become that, but it's like, you know, it's not easy to build what Houston's built. You know, Houston let go Correa. They let go of Springer. They won a World Series. You know what I mean? Now they're letting go of Verlander, you know? And, and the, what the Atlanta Braves have done has been, like, amazing because for some reason they're able to lock up all these guys, you know, like to these contracts and these extensions, and they're like, holy smokes, they're all agreeing to it. God bless them. <clears throat> so it's almost like you got to hit the reset button. And you got to sit there and say, you know, Brian Bayo, give me a good rookie year. And then next year, we're going to extend you. We're going to give you an eight-year, ten-year deal. That Cassis, give me a good rookie year. Maybe have two good years from these guys. See, and after two years in the league, I'm going to give you a ten-year deal that hopefully looks good on our end. Because can, I was just thinking about this too, like, like the kid Bellinger out in L.A. when he was like going for the MVP. Oh. 
former MVP. You extend him after that MVP season. What do you got now? A guy that hits like a buck seventy the last two years? It would look like a bad contract. Awful. So you, it's but it's a gamble you have to take if that's the game you want to play. You hope Bayo and Cassis have a good year or two, and then say, you know what? Here's a ten year deal, hundred and seventy million. To, you know, and try to you know so it doesn't turn into. Five hundred and seven hundred million dollars seven years from now, and maybe you're seeing a lot more younger players in the future in the next two years decide, uh, let's forego arbitration, let's figure it out now. You can't let these guys get close to free agency. The closer they get, they sit there and say, "Screw you!" Like Devers you made right me now, wait this whole time. What are you gonna do? You're gonna throw to see what I'm worth. Twelve years, three sixty. He's like, "No, I'm gonna get fourteen, four fifty. Screw you!" But you got to do something like that. Twelve, three sixty. Twelve, three forty. If you don't want it, I, I got to move you. I, I don't know what to do. See, I'm I'm amazed like somebody isn't going to hasn't like written a book uh and titled it How Scott Boris is Ruining Baseball. I'm sure someone has written an article. <laughs> and there's something like that coming out from Evan Trellick. It's just soon? amazing. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, I don't think they'll ever do it. You know, the whole salary cap that'll never happen in baseball, right? They'll never allow it to happen. I'd like to see some kind of like NBA sort of salary system. You want to re sign with your team, you get eight years. You want to go somewhere else, you only get six. Pay them what you want. Well, good luck so to your the Kansas league has got to cap the I mean that's yeah, really the only the way you do it you got to cap that you cannot sign someone to a 14 year deal but I'm just saying a teams like Kansas City teams like Tampa will sit there and say we have built our farm system this is like Baltimore right now to the point where we can go get a guy for 6 years and pay him a ridiculous amount of money because we're in a window right now of 5 years to win you know what I can't do is give him 12 I, I can't do 12 we only got, we got a window here of 4 or 5 years with our minor league system I can win right now more teams could be involved in that but they can't go. They can't play these 11, 12-year deals. Teams like a that. window. Oh, yeah. Madonna. They can't do it. They can't do it. All right, that's it. That's a nice little baseball. That's it. There you go. You. We're talking um, baseball. When we come back, uh, Burt Breer in his mailbag has some interesting thoughts about the future of the Patriots and what they might do at that coaching position. We'll talk about it next. All right, before the break, I was talking about Burt Breer, Sports Illustrated. Covers the Pats. Obviously, he's outstanding. Everybody knows who he is. Um, <laughs> in his Sports Illustrated mailbag, I guess somebody had asked him if the Kraft would nudge the Patriots to take the 2022 Miami route. You know, with Tua that they took, with Jones. This is what he wrote. 2023 is shaping up to be a massively important year for the franchise because the post-third-year decision point on Mac Jones will come after that season. We're talking about before. This is why it's important to Mac. This is why he's pissed off, right? It's because after week year three is when the extensions can happen. There's a lot of money out there. He writes, in a lot of ways, I think the Patriots are on Jones' Uh, where the Dolphins were last year on Tua. Knowing he can play, but still lacking the information to make a decision on whether he's worth an extension, an upward of $50 million a year. Because <laughs> that's what he's talking about where the market's going to be. not a chance. Miami, for what it's worth, responded by hiring Mike McDaniel, trading for Tyreek Hill, and signing Teron Armstead, the left tackle. And as a result, we'll come out of the year with a much clearer picture on Tua is as a quarterback. So the fact is, much of that action was driven by ownership wanting answers. So it'll be interesting to see if Kraft acts in the same urgency this offseason. Will Bill Belichick make the staff changes on offense? Maybe bring in back uh, Bill O'Brien without a push. If he doesn't, will Kraft have to push him? If there's an ultimatum delivered, would Belichick consider walking? These are all questions that I have considered. And like I've said, this is the biggest fail that would come out of this season is not knowing what you have and what Miami did, you know, I think they have a better understanding of who Tua is and can be. Now, maybe there's still plenty of question marks. Whether he is, like, you know, win a Super Bowl with him, we'll find out. 
But getting through this year with the step back that they have taken offensively with this coaching staff, you don't know what you have. You better find out next year. So let's use Tua as like the basis of this argument referring to, to Mac. We all saw him the first two years of his career. If you watch college football, I'm sure you saw him there. He's still super young. He's only 24 years old. Like, Has your opinion changed of Tua Tagovailoa? Yes. B- with having every single asset at his, at his disposal. Yes. Yeah, because there are quarterbacks who could still fail that way. Having a great receiver, having who I think we can now say is a good coach, and Mike McDaniel, and new tackle. Like I, you can still, and ha- obviously having Waddle left over, I, I think that there's still young quarterbacks who could flounder in that system, and we've seen that before. My opinion of Tua has changed a lot. I came into the season thinking Tua just like his mechanics were all funky, like oh he just. I hated watching him play. I don't feel that way now. He's had a bad stretch the last two games, but I think he's a talented quarterback, and he's at least going to be a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, if not better, going forward. So that offense, with all those weapons, what if you put Justin Herbert in that system? Oh, beast mode. You would you would be breaking every single uh, you would be NFL beast, record. But they don't have Justin Herbert. I know, but that's why I feel like so the, the ceiling is lower than expected in my book. So... For is he a competent for two? Is he a, is no for now? So you, okay. now I feel like you have the answers, right? He's he's uh, he's a competent quarterback that can get the job done with the best set of circumstances. Christian, but do you feel different? Do you feel differently to throw that question back to you? Because uh, week one when they were seeing Dolphins, I think you and I were both on the Tua sucks train. Absolutely, like we were texting each other during the whole th- show at the time. Like during that game, being like, "God, Tua looks bad." <laughs> no, I think he's a Mike. He's not a fifty million dollar a year quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. Which leads me back to Mac. So there's something there. Like, how do you really know? You have one year of you know growth and you know consistency, like real teaching. The next year is like basically a wash. Like, if anything, you're going to find out maybe the next four week whether like he can you know he'll make this whole team his. That'll be interesting to see. Is he taking the advice of Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater? Is he being more vocal? Is he is he being accountable and holding other people accountable? So he's going to MF his way to yeah. $50 million Yeah, I feel like that's, <laughs> there's value there. I do. I feel like we used Kirk Cousins as a comp like you know, a year ago. If he could be Kirk Cousins, oh, no, no, not even. Kirk Cousins is getting guaranteed money, $80 million, all guaranteed. He got franchised twice. In Washington, and he just signed a second deal for Minnesota. Look at his weapons. You t- Mac Jones can do exactly what he is doing, like right now with that back, that tight end, that wide receiver, that offensive-minded coach. That is like he can can relate to him. Not here. You're never going to know what he's really, what his real value and ceiling is going to be unless you give him the right tools. Right now, they're not doing that, so they got to wait. So I asked Tom Kern about this when we had him on about like an hour and a half ago, just if he sees that as a path to an expensive path to figuring out what they have with Mac Jones, doing what Miami did, bringing in like a really great offensive mind, surrounding him with weapons. And his response was like, it's about the protection. You know, he has the weapons to throw to. I don't know if I totally agree with that. I think the weapons he has to throw to are good, but none of them line up with any of the elite talent and, in yeah, this league. And this is why, even like earlier in the year, it's like when Miami was rolling, they lost the last couple. I was like, you you look down there, you, you have to be jealous. You know what I mean? What's going on? They brought in Armstead, the left tackle, one of the best left tackles out there. They also signed a guard, I believe, as well, and shared up the entire left side. They brought in Mike McDaniel. 
you know, bringing the San Francisco system in there. And then they mm-hmm. went out and traded for Tyreek Hill. And it was like, God, like they took their second year, third year quarterback and put him in an amazing position to succeed. And, and it was working. Now we'll see what happens when, you know, and we were talking the other day about some of the cold weather numbers from Tua. And now he's, what, 0 for 8 maybe or something like that, or under 40 degrees. We'll, we'll dive into that more later on, probably. But, in, you know, when we get closer to Miami, but. You have to do it. So the question he has at the end is like, you know, does, does will Kraft have to push him to do it? Bill can't honestly sit down and think that he can run Patricia out another year. Like, he has to surround this quarterback. But then again, don't you sort of think Bill Belichick sort of has always been like, eh, remember the quote? Like, yeah, give me a top 15 quarterback, some people down there, and I can win? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We don't, need, we don't necessarily need Tom. I think it was somebody in some article years ago about – uh, some source down at Patriot Place, like you give us a top fifteen quarterback, we go in Super Bowl. Yeah, I think a top they devalue 15, the quarterback well, position. I think a top fifteen quarterback in today's league is a better quarterback than a top fifteen. Then I'm, I just think that it's a deep league of quarterbacks when they're healthy. Well, here's the thing: the first year they did it right. You just gave him a ton of veteran leadership, ton of veteran weapons, right? Tight ends, wide receivers. You know, you have the backs that are the backs. So, and you have a, you know, consistent offensive line, right? Solid guys uh, with a veteran center. Best case scenario for a young quarterback with a, with an impressive, reputable, uh, successful offensive coordinator, at least in this system. And then you just take it all away from him and say, you know what? G- go figure it out. Like, don't worry. This guy's just as good. No, it isn't. This is a bargain basement knockoff. These are city wings. I want Jordans. Like, and they just, you get laughed at. So Troy Aikman, all these other quarterbacks, they laugh at the system. They laugh at the plays. They laugh at their overall structure because it's like this is not what a professional offense of, of coach should look like. But it's also more that's deeper than that, too, because the other concern is the offensive line. And that was picking up a 50-year option on a left tackle that you knew wasn't a good left tackle that you're probably going to move to right tackle. And that's going out and signing Trent Brown to play right tackle only to move him to left tackle. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's not happy because he was getting paid like a like a right tackle when he should be getting paid like a left tackle. Then you went out and traded Shaq Mason, who last year was your best offensive lineman, for a fifth-round pick. And because you did that, you had to use a first-round pick on a guard. You know, I mean, so it was you didn't all, have then, to, but you did. You did. <laughs> and then, and you know, and so that was your offensive line situation. And then you lost Josh McDaniels, and you replaced it with Patricia and Judge. Bill did it to himself. Like, these guys are making the situation better, and he like he he did it to himself by making the situation worse than it could possibly be. That's it's why self inflicted. That that is why there's going to be a massive change next year. It's going to be a huge change for the better. The question is, how does that conversation? I don't think even think that conversation is going to be difficult. Hey man, I need to see my offense. Hey, I want to move you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I don't want to call plays anymore. All right, listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, all the issues you have, the bitching about Matt Patricia on Sunday at 4.05, the team you're playing is the guy you lost in Josh McDaniels. So how much is that sting going up against him and what this game looks like? We'll dive into that. Pats, Raiders, we'll do it next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.